listening to KMRO FM, Kamarucho Radio. Exclusive podcast, Yakuza. Welcome back, everybody. It's been like a month? A month? Like a month, right? About a month. Something like that. Took a little break, retired to Okinawa, started an orphanage. Life's going just fine yeah how have you been doing I, I saw i've been seeing pictures of uh of house yeah house has been happening they're finishing up all they, the kitchen is done they're finishing up on the the new bathroom Ooh. 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 we're gonna we're, we're a month ago he said that we're gonna be able to move into it uh no like two months ago he said we would be able to move into it a month from now by which I mean, well, he, he said that we would be able to move in in the middle of J- July, and it is now the end of August. So You know how things go. They it, Things it, things happen slowly. To be fair, look, he's a busy man. His crew, like, they're, they're working on a lot of houses, so it's just like... Fuck I right, believe you know. it. Uh, well, <laughs> we, <laughs> we've been you? very busy. Uh, well, I've I've got a job now, and yeah, uh, this bitch, I'm, you got a job. I got employed. I got employed. The, the future ed- leaders of our nation. I now have more in common with Kiryu than I used to, in that I'm responsible for a lot of small, uh, well, not small, but a lot of children. I'm now responsible for, um, and also in the time since we've recorded, in the one month, I've become large and shredded, and I got a big tattoo. So Damn. those are kind of the new. Those are the things that I've, I have in common with Kiryu now. And now I, I you're, won't. Now you're. I have you've no got PlayStation have, three level graphics. I have no way to prove that I'm shredded, and large, and like seven feet tall, and and I've got doubles of the Nova, and doubles of the Barracuda. Mm-hmm. All these things are true. Um. But yes, I mean, really, I mean, really, I'm just. I'm just excited to talk about Yakuza again, and and I've also been thinking about the fact that we're like a month out from Judgment, uh, Judgment Two coming out. Oh, holy shit! I didn't know we were so close. Oh yeah, that reminds me. Since since we recorded last, there's been a huge bit of Yakuza news. Which one? Which uh, news? The the man, <laughs> our dad himself, uh, has been oh, yes. to be <laughs> in the game that we've all been waiting for him to be in, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. I can't believe we've seen. Have you seen the video on Twitter where it says like, uh, it says something like, "Ugh, I've had the strange Shinji. I've had the strangest dream or something." And then it's a, it's a, it's a video of Majima bowling, but the ball is Monkey Ball Kiryu. No, I haven't seen that. It's very funny. Wonderful. Um. So yeah, you can play as Kiryu, run him around a little ball and collect staminins. It's. They won't put Kiryu in Smash, and that's fine. But they will put Kiryu in ball. They'll put him in an orb, and they'll make him. They'll make him run around on on courses. And yeah, I think that's he, he fair. Can't, he can't. He can't beat up a woman, but he can compete against the the girl monkey from Super Monkey Ball. He can't beat up a woman, but he can beat the score of uh, Mimi yeah. the monkey. Yeah, he can get a faster time than Mimi the monkey in in Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. <laughs> I'm just more, thinking about like more dull bananas <laughs> than her. Hmm. Monkey Ball. I think I could start. I think I'm starting to get into this. I hear them. <laughs> Haven't you heard? Monkey Ball. It's all the rage. They Everybody's put themselves going into... ape over Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> Everyone's going bananas over Super Monkey Ball. Whoa. Hmm, yeah, I guess a lot of people have been interested in Monkey Ball lately. Now, 
I think I think I think it's I think it's time to get to the main event, Argyle. To- Toshihiro Nagoshi shows up in the game and tries <laughs> to get you to play Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to talk about Yakuza Three. It is. Yakuza Three, the first game in the series, not directed by um uh, by Ueda, right? Ueda directed Yakuza One and Two, and he's, then he's that, uh, he's that like true crime writer, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and then Yakuza Three was directed by Daisuke Sato, and uh, it was, I mean, I think probably well received in the time that it came out, probably. Uh. It won the award for excellence in the Japanese Game Awards 2009. It's the second best-selling PS3 game in. Uh, oh, it's also the first one on the PS3, which is uh, yeah. notable. I'm seeing, I'm seeing. Uh, let's see, 8.5 on IGN. I'm seeing uh, Eurogamer 8 out of 10, Fem- uh, Famitsu 38 out of 40. Uh, the most important of all of them, G4 gave it four stars. So out of... just great reviews out of five. Okay. Um, well, just well, great Which reviews, particular but... G4 reviewer was that? Was that Adam Sessler, the That's, man himself? I'm guessing it was. I mean, it must have been. Uh, actually, no. It was. It was Adam Matt Sizzler. Kale. Not. It wasn't. It wasn't X Play. It was. It was not X Play. I suppose. Mm. Um, the point is, is that this is a well received video game. But if you look back, if you roll back the tapes. If you ask the fans, the capital F fans, for some reason, people do not like this game. I feel like it's kind of overlooked a lot of the time. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I a mean, lot of the middle games are right because, like, because they weren't released on PS4. There was no Kiwamis. They weren't put. They weren't playable on new next-gen consoles until last year or two yeah. years ago. God, that really uh, was two years ago, huh? Two years ago. I mean. I mean, it was a great day when or, I found out. It was out. like a year and a half. It was a really good day to uh, to wake up and find out that they were bringing all these games to PS4. Because I was like, well, I've never owned a PS3. I guess I'll just never play these games ever. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, now... there was a time in my life where I was like, oh, my brother has a PS3. I guess I could borrow it. Like, we got a copy of Yakuza 4 at a pawn shop. And, of course, yeah. we had Yakuza 5 when it was free on ps plus that one time so then it's just like well i guess i could play these two and i'll have to find a copy of three but and then they're like hey we're actually going to release all of these we're going to retranslate them and release them in the united states they also um yakuza 3 came out with a lot of cut content yes Um, yeah the, the original they cut hostess clubs from the game um which and they cut to be fair yeah. a lot of the hostess club content in this game is dog shit yeah it's not worth it it's not like a good thing um they cut i believe they cut bikini bar asia from the game wow uh, once again not a, not something that i'm particularly like crying over the, the sjw's they're censoring us crying again. sobbing sobbing um there's a couple other things. Oh, they cut out the they cut out the uh, the sub story where a woman comes out to Kiryu as transgender and he's okay with it. I don't. I don't. Did they cut that out of three? I thought they cut that out of the remaster. They cut, they cut it out of the original. Really? I believe. Wait, 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 th- wait. I'm wait, pretty wait. sure. 
Well, I think it was no, a cut out of the remaster. There's all another. Releases. I don't know if it's... there's another sub story that I think got cut from the the from the remaster because it was just deeply and profoundly offensive and transphobic. Mm. Okay. Uh, but I think that the I think the one with the where Kiryu is is accepting of a trans person was cut from the original release. I, I'm not I'm not even the sure point... I know about that one. So I... it's actually I, I've I've seen it before. It's it's really nice. Oh, um, okay. Wow. So, uh, so that's kind of where we're coming from, from Yakuza Three. It's a, it's a game. It's, it's a game that I, I quite like. This game. Uh, what about you? Uh, I, I, I think it has some really good moments. It's, it's got some big problems. For the it's, record. Yeah, no, it has some problems. I think it's they're pretty glaring problems, in fact. But I think it also has like some, some really good moments. It's got a lot of heart. Uh, yeah, like that's, it, it is, that's exactly it is it's, still it's, it's like got a good identifiably line. yeah it's still identifiably a yakuza game i feel like you know uh but it's going in a little bit of a different direction you know uh of course we'll get to how that kind of pans out uh in the next couple yeah. chapters but now before we actually talk about yakuza 3 i figure i thought we'd start with a sub story from Kiwami 2. Did oh. you play this one? Because I have I have lots of notes for I, it. I have, I have played it in the past. I'm aware of but it. But you haven't... Okay, but you didn't revisit it now. So that's... But that's yeah. fine. I think you remember the, the beats of it. No, yeah. Uh, I've so, talked about it in the past. So Yakuza 2... Kiwami 2 has a sub-story uh, called Yakuza Sunset 4. Yes. Um, and it is... Uh, well, we'll just talk about it, and then I think you'll kind of understand the, the gist of it. So... Yakuza Sunset 4 is, is a sub-story I really like. Um, Kiryu hears two uh, movie buffs basically talking about how, oh, hey, did you hear? They're m- filming a movie here in Sotenbori, um, Yakuza Sunset 4. Uh, they're shooting on Bishamon Bridge, so uh, maybe we can get some... Maybe we can be cast as extras in the movie. Uh, Kiryu says, oh, that's really interesting. I'll go check that out. And he goes over there, and he runs into a guy who seems to be going through it a bit. He's just kind of out of it. He's kind of sad. And uh, Kiryu bumps into him, and he causes him to drop whatever he's holding, and he's just like, ah, whatever, forget it. Don't bother. Don't bother picking it back up. Uh, Kiryu notices that the thing that he dropped was a script for a film, and he picks it up, and he takes it to uh, Shop Bar Stigil, where he meets uh, the man who he bumped into, who he finds out is the director of a movie. He's the director of Yakuza Sunset 4, and his name is Sugano. Yes. Um, Sugano basically talks with Kiryu about how he loves the Yakuza Sunset series, but he made a movie called Sunset 3 that was just wildly panned by the fans. Uh, He feels really lost. He doesn't really want to make another one. Um... And he just felt like he couldn't capture the magic of the first two movies. Uh, and the original director was the one who picked him to uh, to make these movies. And he just feels like he's letting him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiryu then, he says he's thinking about giving up. And, and Kiryu says, well, I guess I should go, maybe I'll go check out his movie and see see what it's all about. He goes to the porno theater. <laughs> He do, he does go to the porno theater. It's the only place you can watch you can watch. Yeah, he, I love that, that. It's 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 funny from a gameplay perspective, but it's even funnier from a Kiryu perspective that he's just like, well, I guess I should go check out that movie. Well, I know where movies are. Yeah, and the, then he goes to Gendara. 
Yeah, he's. I guess you can just bring any videotape you want into Gundara, and they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, you can put it in the TV. We don't care." He 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 you, takes the haunted he takes the haunted tape out, and then he puts the, <laughs> yeah, the Yakuza like, well, sunset let's in. Let's throw let's throw this in the trash. I'm done with that sub story. Yeah, uh, he runs into uh, he runs into uh, walking erection in there. He's an old man now. Thirty years have passed, um, but. He pops it in, and he basically is just like, wow, this movie's great. It's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of emotions. It's a movie about a Yakuza fighting his clan to defend the woman he loves, and it has a tragic ending where he's the main character. He's stabbed in the back, and he dies, and uh, and the last scene is really touching. It's like the his woman that he loves, and he's cr- she's crying at the train station waiting for him, and he never comes. It's very sad. But he thinks to himself, like... Ah, there's just something off here. It's, it, it's the action. Yeah. It's just the action is not quite right. Kiri, uh, I, I want to note that there's a very funny animation of Kiryu crying when yeah, he watches I, the sad I, I ending. It. Yeah, this is like he, <laughs> he, like, he like kind of puts his hand over his eyes and tilts yeah, his head back. He's like, oh. And it's especially funny if you mash through the text and then he just resets his position. He's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. That, that, that's a big problem with like especially kiwami 2 sub stories is like just resetting positions like snapping back yeah. to different poses it's very funny uh Sekiri goes back to stigel to talk to sugano having seen the movie but he's not there and instead he runs into this old guy and he's just like hey i'm a film buff let's talk the silver I just screen like movies you ever heard of i'm an old media? man who loves yeah i consume i'm a film buff this movie's got a great runtime Kiryu and, they call and, uh, me the this Japanese guy. Mr. Plinkett. <laughs> they call me the Japanese Greg Tarkington. And uh, this old man is just like, hey, my name is Fukatsu. I love old movies. Let's talk about Yakuza Sunset 3. And, and they, they basically chat about what they think about the, the movie. He Kiryu remarks on like, yeah, the, the Sugano made like really good characters. They were really believable people. Uh, it was just the action. And also like it just doesn't seem like Sugano really understands the Yakuza. Yeah. Those are just the two big problems. Uh, Fukatsu says, well, you know, Sugano's got a big career ahead of him. I know he's going to go places. He's he's uh, he's just young. He takes criticism hard. Uh, and uh, that the old guy who directed the original uh, two, two movies just uh, – he knew where his flaws were and he was good at covering them up. Like yeah. Sugano has his own benefits. He's just – He's just, yeah, uh, he's yeah. Just he, not he's quite got there. his own strengths and his own flaws, just like anybody, and he just needs to learn how to work around them or improve his uh, weaker spots. Yeah. So Fukatsu's just like, well, that was nice. Thanks for talking movies with me. Goodbye. Uh, and then Sugano is there. He was listening the whole time. There's a very funny pose where he's got, he, he's like doing a sneaking arm gesture mm-hmm. behind Kiryu. Uh, and he was listening in on the, I love, uh, he's like, wow, oh, I could, I heard the last part of your conversation. And then Kiryu says, uh, how much of that was, uh, how much did you hear? And then he says, I, I started listening in when you, when you started talking about Yakuza Sunset 3 and Kiryu's like, oh, so you listened in on the whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's very, he's very appreciative of Kiryu for talking, like, watching the movie and giving very not, frank not just and honest shitting opinions. On, not just shitting on it, but, yeah. like, yeah, giving, like, honest criticism. Yeah, he really appreciates that, and and uh, he says, "Well, you know, you've really motivated me to uh, keep going with this push through and make it not just uh, not just the next movie, but like or the best movie in the series." Uh, however, I still don't really know anything about Yakuza or about fighting. 
Uh, maybe I'll go join the Ohm. Huh? Well, first he says maybe I'll go join the Omi oh. Alliance to, uh, he says maybe the Omi will be holding some tryouts, uh, which is very... <laughs> I hear Ryuji Goto likes to hang out in the Cabaret Grand. I'm... Maybe I'll just walk in and ask to talk to Hello, him. Hello, Mr. Mr. Goto. My name is Sugano. Uh, I will oh, be doing I a monologue to... I love to... from Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> I will be singing Suddenly Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> uh... <laughs> suddenly sugano uh he so kiryu's like uh oh i know about the yakuza and then he says are you a yakuza and he says no i'm not a yakuza no, of course not i've never never i i'm I just, just a civilian and he says oh you're he, he i love i love when kiryu says i'm not a yakuza and then uh sugano's like oh you're just a yakuza otaku then yeah and, I, was and, a, <laughs> it's I, like, oh, I, I fucking knew that that term came up in this one yakuza otaku. yeah, yeah i that think comes he says sometimes yeah he, uh Kiryu, I, I love that he. I also Sugano's like, oh man, you're not a yakuza. Well, maybe you're just a yakuza otaku. Well, you can help me. So come yeah. to my office. Uh, this is the only time in any of the yakuza games where a character remarks on the completely barren generic <laughs> building that they're inside. It's really funny because Kiryu's like, this is your office, and Sugano's like, well, yeah, we're only in uh in Osaka for like a month, so we just rented out this random place. <laughs> There's no decoration. It came with all the shelves and boxes, though. Uh huh. It came with all of the things to use for heat moves. Um. So we get a little like a funny exchange where Kiri's kind of helping him. He's like, "Oh, act out how you would act when the young master, the patriarch's son, comes home from elementary school." And Kiri like bows and he's like, "Welcome home, Daigo," or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, he says, "Okay, now the 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 crown jewel of all yakuza movies the part where the the yakuza has failed his patriarch and he has to chop off his own finger uh kiryu puts up such a convincing performance of this he goes i'm kuzay and here i go i'm gonna do it it's the only time it ever happens in the series uh actually it happens in seven doesn't it uh but kiryu uh he goes uh, sugano thinks kiryu's really gonna chop his finger off which is really funny and then, of course, of course, of course, uh, Sugano's like, all right, now we just need to do something about this action sequence. And then some thugs are like, hey, Kiryu, you're in our secret spot. We'll be bought meat bodies for your uh, for your special performance. <laughs> so Kiryu beats the shit out of them and Sugano is amazed. And he's just like, are you sure you're not a Yakuza? Um, Kiryu no, gets this a, like... I'm a big, tough nerd a, who likes the Yakuza big, a lot. Yeah, I'm just a big weirdo. Uh, Kiryu gives this very, like, very earnest piece of advice to Sugano that I just felt, it just not felt out of character, but it's just like, it's just so, like, from the heart, where he's just like, listen, Sugano, just because, because Sugano is like, wow, I've really cast my doubts aside, I was really worried about what if Fukatsu saw it and didn't like it, the old director Fukatsu, um, and, and, and Kiryu says, Sugano, don't worry, like, you don't need to emulate Fukatsu's style. Obviously, that's what the fans liked, but but you brought things to the table that were were worthwhile and and made the movie great. So you put your your like attention to detail and your your knowledge of like the human heart and the con- human condition. You put that into the movie, and fans are gonna love it. Yeah. And Sugana's just like. Thanks, Kiryu. Here, take this bloody binding. <laughs> Goodbye. It'll I'm gonna increase make your boot. attack, and if you pair it with a couple yeah. other items, you'll get a huge attack boost. But it'll lower your defense. Watch out. 
uh, Kiryu leaves outside Fukatsu, who is actually the real old, the director <gasps> of the original movies, is waiting. He's like, I knew you'd be able to help Suganu get out of that funk, Dragon of Dojima. Don't know how he figured that one out. That that makes no sense to me. Um, uh, I mean... I mean, you, you look at him you, and you, you just... You've worn you just, one set of clothing for the last 20 years and everybody... That's true. You've been on national television. <laughs> he was on the news one time. up an entire funeral. <laughs> and so Fukatsu's just like, well, I never really lied. I am just an old film buff these days. And then they have this... They walk off together and they they agree that when Yakuza Sunset 4 comes out, they're going to go see it together. And and uh, and then Fukatsu says they can get a discount if Kiryu pretends to be his son. <laughs> the end. Uh, so I think that's a really great place to start talking about three because it kind of because this is the series' own retrospective about Yakuza three, obviously, and about the change in directors and how the fans felt about it. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I don't really get about this sub story is that Yakuza four was not directed by by da- Daisuke Sato. It was directed by a different guy. So it, it, it doesn't. It, I mean, it might just be like a uh, like the guy it might just be a stand-in for like rgg studios as a whole you know oh yeah for sure uh so i mean did do do we think that panned out with with four uh that remains to be seen it's it's uh it's funny because um i mean four is from my understanding a fan favorite a series fan favorite uh which is odd because I I don't like four that much. Um, yeah, you don't. You famously you I don't. Do not I don't like, like Yakuza four. I don't like. I I like the story, but I don't like the. You, uh, you hate Yakuza four. The, it's you say it's the worst game ever made. I've said it is the worst game ever made. Uh, no, I just don't think it's particularly fun to play. But I like the story a lot. Um, but Yakuza three definitely. I think Yakuza four definitely has a better story. Um, Yakuza three is uh, you know how it is. With, with games it's it's another yakuza game it plays exactly like all the others uh there is some cool new additions i think a new a new map there there are there's nice. some really good things in yakuza 3's story but like yeah. I, I think like the 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 pacing in particular is like yeah it's pretty extremely bad like just we've we've talked many times on this podcast about how in yakuza 3 there is a chapter chapter 9 uh basically before the like last chunk of the game where kiryu goes to a place it's called chapter nine the plot and kiryu they explain goes somewhere the entire and a conspiracy to you yeah a character who you've never met we've never seen before and we never see again literally sits down kiryu and explains the story to him and for it's like very bad. for like half an um, hour but what i will say the strongest part of the game is is um the beginning chunk of it and basically everything said in okinawa yeah genuinely just really great uh and then everything that happens outside of okinawa is pretty eh, pretty bad like there are there i think there are some some good things that you can like cherry pick out of like the the wider like conspiracy plot like yes the the kamarocho branch of it but like the okinawa set of characters is like they're they're all they're all extremely good the the i think i think probably when they talk about in yakuza sunset 3 like the emotional core of the game that's stronger than the others yeah. like Yaku- the okinawa stuff is like the beating heart of this game yeah uh, in a no, major like, way it's it's, the, it's this is it's really good 
This game has made me cry. It has. Yes, it, it is. It. I think. I think this game actually. Uh, not to maybe as a little teaser. Uh, this game, when we talk about um, whenever a character dies and we rank it on on top ten saddest yakuza deaths, I think this game has number one. Definitely I think it number might have one. Number... I think so far, like of the ones that we've covered, I think so. Yes, yeah. I, I. It's it's up there. It's probably in the top. It's probably number one saddest yakuza death in the whole series. IMO, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, shall we begin talking yeah, about let's, it? Let's let's get this fucking show on the road. The game has a, the game just the game has a really like like the game just this game shakes the 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 world up so much. Yeah, um, and it's really bold. I I like that about it. Like yeah, like the th- game this is because like the the other ones we got a prologue and uh and then it cut to the future. We get the the intro like before we get to chapter one. We actually get kind of a. Uh, an in it's media, res. media res. yeah, yeah. Like, and then uh, we're gonna spend the next couple chapters working up to that so yeah, yeah. kind of uh, start us off kick us off so we begin we see uh the ocean we're on the beach and uh and oh it's gigantic it, it looks, it's really not it looks great it looks in really hd good. by the way yeah yeah and uh a gigantic large beautiful perfect dad pops out of the water he's in shorts he I, is I wearing can't, shorts it doesn't look He's not wearing a swimsuit. He's just wearing a pair of shorts, like gray basketball shorts. Yeah, he's just like he was. She's shooting some hoops, and he was like, "Well, fuck, yeah. time to catch dinner." Yeah, he he just comes out of the ocean holding a giant fish, and he's just like, "Haruka, I've caught us dinner." And it's like, how did he do that? Well, he's got a trident I mean, in the other hand. So. Right, like he he really there's went no, for there's it. no there's no puncture wounds on the fish, and it's still flopping around. No, so I don't think he I think used he grabbed it. it with his hand. No, no yeah, that he, was he just, just for he just motivation. Clenched his his fingers around the tail. That was, that was his emotional support trident. Yeah. He just needed it to make him feel better. Um, we see Haruka. Uh, so so it's Kiryu. Obviously, he, he's yeah. uh, he's been fishing, and uh, Haruka comes out. We get yet another Haruka redesign. Yes, uh, Haruka one. A to, lovely little sun hat, and she's older now. She's yes, very clearly she, she like is, uh, yeah. This is she's like middle school age now. Yeah, I, I feel I, like uh, this is let, let's just say it now. This is like three years after the events of uh, Yakuza two. It's yes. been a while. It's been a while. So Haruka is a bit older. Um, she and her, I think her hair is, is a lot longer. I feel yes. like her, her um, hair is much longer than it was in the previous two games. Like she had, uh, she had pretty short hair in the other ones. It's, it's yeah. Fairly and, long. uh, and, and Kiryu and Haruka are in Okinawa. And if you don't know, Okinawa is a, is a little Island. Uh, it's, it's off like the a, Southern. It's like a bunch of islands, isn't it? Like, yeah, I think it might be. It's, it's off the Southern coast of Japan. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very beautiful. Um, and I, I would love to go there someday. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big dream of mine to visit. It just seems like a nice place to, to travel to. And, uh, this is where Kiryu and Haruka have made their home after the events of Yakuza 2. But is, not just... This listen. is Morning Glory Orphanage. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, folks, is that it's not just Kiryu and Haruka, because there's a lot of... There's, there's you hear seven the other sound. children here. There are seven... Kiryu... In a quest to acquire as many children as possible, has opened, well, not opened, but has uh, has assumed the operation of his very own orphanage. He has taken on the role of Kazuma, but unlike Kazuma, he will not be uh, training these children to become 
Yakuza themselves. Yeah, he, he is, he's just gonna he be is, a good. He's he's trying to be a civilian. He actually runs it, unlike Kazuma, who just like showed up on Christmas and New Year's and was like, "Hey, what's up, kids? It's me, your hey, dad." Kiryu, I guess. Here, hey, hey, Nishiki, uh, Kiryu, here, have some cigarettes. All right, that's your Christmas <laughs> present. Goodbye. You you want to see a gun? Hey, Kiryu, remind me later. I'll take you to uh, watch me massacre the Jingwan Mafia. Ah, oh, gee, thanks, Kazuma! <laughs> oh, I'd love to, Mr. Mr. Kazuma! Oh, I, I wouldn't miss that for the world! <laughs> oh, it sure would be swell. What a great Christmas present. We got some great little little kids here. Some great, uh, some wonderful little types that we, we'll learn all of their names. We'll learn more about them but i just need to point out for our listeners there's a beautiful large perfect there's a boy, large son a large son and he is the he's the number one boy of them all he's the best do character we want to say his name entire. now or do we want to wait yeah his name is we'll just i'll just say that the 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 long reign of taichi has officially begun taichi is in the house <laughs> taichi is here and the rest of the podcast will basically be when taichi is not on screen the host will be asking where is taichi <laughs> We, we, we he's he's wonderful we i love, love him so much he's he's perfect um what's next uh we then a couple a couple other folks show up the a couple New of the, characters the, the the kids turn around and they're like hey it's uncle rikia uncle rikia is here uncle rikia it, it's 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 a guy uh we, we should mention guy. at this point kiryu is wearing he's got a he's got a new new fit, oh my new drip. god he's this is the first time he's ever changed clothes since Yakuza Zero. Yeah. I mean, chronologically, and he is wearing a beautiful, wonderful red Aloha shirt. Yes, it is so. It's magnificent. It's iconic. I can't even he's got, stress yeah, enough. Yeah, the Aloha shirt, yeah. the like white pants, the the brown brown like the brown like shoes. loafers. Yeah, brown yeah. loafers. Love it. He's, he's living a beach life. Yeah. He, like, did anyone deserve this more than him? He's gone full parrot head in the last three he, years. <laughs> he really, he's like, Haruka, I, I found a, <laughs> he he doesn't know anything about Western culture. Haruka, he didn't you heard know of who Miracle James Johnson Buffett. was. Have you heard about the music? I, I, hmm, Margaritaville, I think I could get into this. Um, but... Yes, we, we, we meet another character, Rikia, who we will talk a lot about throughout the rest of the game. Uh, but for now, we'll, all we'll say is he's a Yakuza, um, but he's, an, he's one of the friendly ones. He's, he, when you go to small towns in Yakuza games, the, the local Yakuza are always funny and friendly. Yeah, every they're, time. They're, they're just funny guys. and they, they just... They're funny guys. We'll, we will re- revisit this extensively when we talk about Yakuza 6. Yeah. Um, they're just funny guys. They don't do crime. It's very yeah they don't seem to, to have even... any sort of income at all no like they, they literally just more, kinda, more than just any like... other yakuza they are just there to hang out what is the family called it's the the fuck i forget the patriarch's name i don't even know if it's named after him yeah well well the family that that, that rikia belongs to it's like three guys and they do literally nothing they just are there and the they Ryudo are family. nice the Ryudo family. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes, the Ryudo family doesn't do any crime, um, even less so than like any like the Kazuma family or whatever. They, I mean, Okinawa is not a particularly populated place. Uh, 
but it does seem to have two rival families because, uh, well, we'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, the Ryuna family, I, I, I genuinely think that they might not even count it. Like, I don't think they fit the legal definition of Yakuza. They, they, they couldn't get arrested for doing any kind of crimes. They're, they're just guys being dudes. They're just like they're just nice, funny guys. They're yeah, they're really just a club for men. It's just a place yeah, where men it, can hang out. It's just like, hey, you need you 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 need some friends? Like, come on out, come hang come out. On, like come on, come join the family. family. Yeah, join, uh, but join some... me and what's his name and uh, the 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 grandpa. Yeah, the old man and Rikia and the blonde guy. Uh, but unfortunately, Rikia has some bad news for Kiryu. It's that the boss, yeah, the unnamed boss, the boss whose name I can't remember, has unfortunately he's in the hospital. Been shot. He's been yes. shot. Meanwhile, in Tokyo. Oh, something else. Something major has happened. Something's brewing at D and D. What's my dark. name? Daigo Chigo. Daigo Chino. Go, it's a whole new a guy, Daigachino. Daigo is all grown up. Look at him. He's, he's all he's grown up. He's a real Yakuza now. He's got he's his hair a, he's slicked got... back, but unlike oh, Nishiki, he looks so he's not good. evil. Yeah, he slicked he it back good. with hair gel, not blood. He looks not I love. blood. Very important. It's like Daigo's redesign, obviously, is he's more boring than he used to look, but like it's a contrast that makes him. You 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 see that he's like matured and he's he's trying to yeah. like yeah he's trying to he, be he is, the, the like chairman. he's got big shoes to fill but he is trying his best uh, yes and he is riding and, along uh, in his limo when he gets a phone call a uh, mysterious this is not a great phone, phone call he, from a mysterious he he, he, he basically says no matter how many zeros you tack on I'm not selling that land in Okinawa under any circumstances. I won't budge on this one. The Tojo will have no part in this. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, and when he hands it back to the the little little toady that, that's in the limo with him, the guy's like, "Well, don't you think it'd be a good idea, boss? Like the the money we get off of that land deal, you know, we that could support us for decades, you know. Like we we would we could make easily a hundred billion, probably more, uh, by some estimations. Like wh why why don't you do it? And did it." I mean, it's, it's pretty uh, clear cut. It's pretty obvious he, he why. Yeah, he, he just says that land belongs to Kiryu, to the fourth chairman. Do you know how many how how many times he has like saved our skin? Like, I he says something. I would not dare sell that land. He said something that made me feel very emotional. Where he says, like, after everything he's done for us, we, I couldn't possibly steal the one place that he belongs, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. no, like he. I, I I do love that. Yeah, like he's, it's very sweet. Like not only, just, not only like Kiryu has found a place that he feels like he can he can be happy, but like the fact that Daigo recognizes like we need to let Kiryu yeah be, like the the man wants to just like in. have a, a yes. normal life. You know, like oh, he he oh, really wants. He's to been be through so him. much. He's been through so much. Um. Daiko is so committed Unfortunately, to... this wouldn't be a Yakuza yes. game if that were allowed to happen. No. Yeah, this is a game about... This is a game where nothing happens in it. Um, Daigo tells the driver to skip the giant, big, fancy banquet that they were going to uh, because he is afraid that someone is going to go through with the land deal behind his back, and he's just like, I'm going back to HQ to make sure absolutely yeah. no one sells that land for out from under me. Yeah. 
And boy, does boy does someone try boy, to do boy that? Boy, does someone try to do that? Uh-oh. Yeah, we get back to so HQ. far so good. The game is bad news, everybody. The game's about to get a little stupid. <laughs> a little. The game's about to get a, a little silly. Uh, we we he drives up into HQ. All the guys are there waiting to bow for him. Of course, they just stand there all day waiting for the chairman to show up. Or any welcome home, guests. master. Welcome home, master. Dago. Do the wave. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, he he too loves to walk up and down the row of guys and yeah. make them bow. <laughs> and you bow just get a cutscene for for a minute of Daigo walking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he he goes in H. He he walks up and some guy is like, "Hey, Di- uh, Mr. Chairman, like, there, there's kind of a situation in in your office. You're gonna you're gonna need to see this because you're not gonna believe. Yeah, the thing that's happening yeah, right like, now. It's kind of bullshit. He kind of whispers to him, and Daigo's like, "What? What?" Did, what? Are you, no. What? The fuck? Did Excuse you me? me. Who? Uh, t- I, yeah. Bring me there immediately. So he, he goes into the office, uh, and uh, the guy he is greeted by Sh- Shintaro Kazuma. It's Kazuma. It's Kazuma. He's back. There he is. I thought he died. <laughs> there's your. There's her dad. There's a grandpa. Yeah, there's dad. Uh, Grandpa Kazuma's here. Uh, he's got his mustache. He's he's there. Uh, also, a very rare appearance of a white person in oh, a, a white man. game. A honky. Uh, a white blonde guy. Uh, a man who, when I first played this game, I genuinely didn't even notice him in the background because I was so busy just being baffled by the fact that Kazuma was there. But there is a white guy there in the background. Um, he kind of looks like Revolver Ocelot because he's got he's, like in, in he's like. He's like way more jacked than Ocelot ever was. No, but like he's a he's like a or not Ocelot. Sorry, he looks like Miller because he's got like slick back, yeah, blonde yeah, hair, yeah, yeah. And, and sunglasses. That's what I yeah. He looks like Kazuhira, um, except he's not he's not part Japanese. He's he's a hundred percent white. He's got a way squarer um, jaw than Miller does. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got both of his arms, which Miller yeah. uh, and legs, uh, as far as I can tell. Uh, Kazuma is here, and he's alive, and he's fine, and he's also evil now. He's also evil now, and he's got that land. He doesn't give a the, shit about Kiryu. Yeah, for the orphanage, he's just like, hey, here it is. He do- he knows that Kiryu is there too. He's like, he's just like, yeah, I knew you probably wouldn't do this. You're too so weak. I just, so uh, you're too I, weak. I, I so I, you? I, you can't, you can't pass this up. I, you're I have them take the deed. He throws it to Daigo. Um. He says that 30,000 Tojo clan men cannot allow you to refuse this deal. Um, and then Daigo's like, well, what happens if I do? And then the white guy shows up and he takes the deed from him and then Kazuma shoots Daigo. Well. He's fine. What, what happened? It was in a cutscene. Yeah. Kazuma begins to reach into his jacket. Daigo. Right. Pulls out, tries to pull, to pull out, his, out gun, his gun. And then he is shot. By someone we don't yes. we don't we don't and it was in a cut see. that's fair that's fair that's fair we but all we know is that daigo has been shot and yes. it's in a cut scene so let's just keep our fingers crossed for, yeah imagine if daigo was dead now <laughs> it would be kind of like terada though yeah like terada just except the terada didn't die but like he you think he dies like one chapter into the game yeah just like wow they really spent a lot of time building up daigo and just killed him right here daigo's fine he'll be fine um, we are now in a hospital. Yes, we were back uh, in Okinawa. Kind of, th- kind of for a second trips you out and makes you think that Daigo's the boss who got shot, but that doesn't make any sense. 
No, the um, the, the we, man who's been shot is a, a guy called Nakahara. He he's the Nakahara, the yes. patriarch, he's the patriarch of, the of the Ryudo family. Yeah, Ryudo family. And uh, we meet two other people. There's a, a kind of heavy blonde guy. He, well, he's got like dyed blonde hair. Yeah, um, I, I forget his name. I can't remember his name either. Uh, I don't which is know. A shame we, I don't know if they say it in this chapter. No, they don't say it in this chapter. But we do meet. Uh, there's also a young a young girl there named Saki. Yes. Um. Uh. Once again, I really like the in media res beginning of this game. Like, you don't know who these people are, but you know that they like matter to Kiryu. Kiryu so, yeah, Kiryu has developed a relationship with these people. Yeah, Haruka asks um, Saki like. She, uh, it, we find out like the boss Nagahara's in the in the operating room, and and Haruka's like, "Oh, Saki, that must have been so scary. What happened?" Um, and the blonde guy, whose name I unfortunately can't remember, um, is like, "Somebody just walked in and shot him, and only Saki was there to uh, see it happen." Oh, Mi- Mikio, Mikio is his name. Mikio, Mikio, Mikio. Okay. Uh, Rikia suggests it might be some group called the Tamashiro family because of yeah. some incident that happened last year. Ooh. Uh, Uh-oh. And we also find out that at the time, Naka, Nakahara was alone with Saki, so nobody really saw the yeah. guy that shot shot her, shot him. Something notable about Saki is that she has uh, a big pad of paper, um, and it's not like immediately clear why, but you kind of get a feeling when haruka kind of asks what's up she doesn't really say anything but um what we do see it, we do find out that the uh the deed to kiri's land has been taken yes and then saki hands kiryu a piece of paper and it's got a perfect beautiful fucking 3d render yeah a glossy a glossy pencil jpeg of Shintaro yeah, Kazuma. Is... And Kiryu is just like, excuse me? What? Uh, what wait, the fuck? Wait, so you're telling me you're telling me that my dear friend Nakahara was was shot and also my dad is alive and also my dad did the crime? What? 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 Little girl, A do you know the, the like the the impact of what you've just said you've just told me indirectly through this art pad? Yeah, the, you've you've drawn a picture of my dad who I had unresolved issues with. Are you trying? Are you trying to take the piss? What's going he's on? He's like I. He's like I. I didn't think I could be have a more complicated relationship with Kazuma after I found out that he killed my parents. But now I found out that he shot a dear friend of mine and took the deed to my land. Excuse me, and he's alive. What? Oh my God, Kazuma, Kazuma. Uh, so that's the end of the prologue. That, that's the end of the prologue, and we, we actually get to chapter one, New Beginnings. This one should just be called Epilogue, Yakuza 2. Yeah, th- this is this is the Yakuza 2 epilogue. Yeah, it's, this, it's this kind of wild. Like this days, maybe, after yes, it is. Ends. It has been, at the very least, several, like, at the very least, several days, or maybe a matter of weeks. Uh, like, I things don't even that think have it's not been, changed. like, a week. Yes, because Kazuki is still in the hospital. Uh, we, we we talk to Yuya. He is still cleaning up the fight that Kiryu and Ryuji had in Stardust. Yeah. So yes, you're right. It must have been like a day or two after. Uh, but before we can get to any of that, uh, uh, Sayama shows up. Remember Sayama? And uh, what does she yeah. tell Kiryu, Argyle? She she tells Kiryu, "Hey, I don't think we should see each other anymore." 
because I, I, I am leaving. This is goodbye, Kiryu. I'm leaving Japan tomorrow. I'm, I'm going, going to America and I'm I will never be back. I'm going to America because the Tokyo Metropolitan Police is like doing a training program with the United States police force. Uh, uh, oh, you know, you know, I think we really, I think we really, uh, I feel like we really turned our opinions around on Sayama when we talked about Yakuza 2, but I'm, I'm taking it all back. I take back everything I ever said back. about her. She's she, like, she's, well, you know, there's going no better to learn place how to be a world. better cop with the, the the greatest police departments in the world, starting with the there's LAPD. No, then we're going to go to the NYPD, then NYPD, CPD, then Chicago. Hear you. Uh, the, she says there's no better place in the world to be a cop than in the USA, where they can do whatever they want and face no consequences ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Maricopa County and I'm gonna hang out with Sheriff Joe Arpaio. I'm gonna hang out Thanks, with Sheriff Sayama. Joe and fucking Sheriff Steven Joe. I'm gonna help him run a concentration camp in Arizona. I'm gonna ram a Yay! tank through somebody's house and kill their dog. I'm gonna kill so many dogs in the United States, Kiryu. Don't you love it? Uh, and then, and then it's really funny because Kiryu doesn't seem like even remotely sad about about Sayama leaving. He's just like, well, yeah, you do, n- you go chase your dreams. Are, neither of them are like too broken up about this. I feel like they've come no. to terms with like. Well, maybe we were Kiryu's just like, driven together by, uh, like, extenuating yeah. circumstances, and we... Or or maybe it's just, like, they wanted to get rid of Sayama and didn't want to make a big deal about it. You know, I... Yeah, I mean, Sayama's gonna... The, Sayama's gonna meet, like, the first Korean person that she meets. She's just gonna start, like, thinking that he's her grandpa or something. So, <laughs> I think that Kiryu is just like, yeah, I think I'm glad to be out of this you're, one. You're this either my grandpa or I need to kill you, or maybe both. Yeah. Do I need to kill my own grandpa? This this man must be my grandpa. I've decided. I feel it in my heart. Um, I love this part because because uh, as we all know, Yakuza games have a weird habit of recapping their plots within a cemetery as Kiryu visits the graves of those he's lost. And I kind of like, uh, I kind of like that. that I like, like it. A, I like it. But yeah. what I don't like is that I I say I've played I've played all the, all of these games twice. I'm good, and then I talk to, and then I'm like, okay, so I guess if you just talk to Sayama, she'll let you leave. Uh, so I go to talk to Sayama, and Sayama's like, Kiryu, aren't don't, you gonna pay your you respects? Wanna... <laughs> really? We lost so we lost so many. Yes, she really guilts you for not. Like, I didn't you, know she that. won't I let you it, leave. I did it anyways because I wanted to, and there's not really anything that interesting. No, said. there's nothing worth. There's nothing worth it. I, to, oh, there is something really like, funny that he says to Tarada where he's like, I hope that you're watching over the Tojo clan from heaven. And then it grows into the kind of clan that you wanted it to be, which, what uh, are you talking pretty, about? Kiryu? Yeah, were you a pain? Talking about, he wanted to, destroy were you awake? He, like, were you awake? The kind of he, clan you want it to be, which is uh, dead, gone, dead. dead. Destroyed. He made a last-minute change of heart. He made, like, one rational decision to not blow up the entire city out of an obligation to Kazuma. Out of spite. For... Out of spite against right! Takashima. Oh my god, you're right! He did it to fuck with Takashima! I mean, that's literally like in Yakuza 0 when Kiryu's like, so many people have died. Like, Oda. Oda. Damn. Oda, my friend. Oda, who tried to kill this, like, innocent woman... Because Oda, he didn't who want tried to, to kill me his, and like, Makoto, didn't want the guy he had a crush on to find out that he had uh, put his sister in fucking human trafficking slavery 
sex slavery yeah. and like he literally sold sold his but, sister into slavery you know, and at the, like, at the last second after we had fucking like stabbed him in the guts and he was dying anyways he 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 hung behind with a gun and held off shibusawa except he didn't except he didn't he died immediately and kiri's like oda and so brave <laughs> oda died my best my friend, best friend. <laughs> oh not not tarana my best friend Kiryu is a very poor judge of character sometimes. That's one of his flaws. Um, but only in retrospect. Like, this only this after people die. why we have the die. circus music, folks. Yeah, like, it, he, like, something about people's deaths just makes Kiryu completely reassess them uh, for, for seemingly no reason. I mean, he, if we gave him enough time, he'd be like, you need to become a great man like Kyohei Jingu, one of the greatest men I ever knew. A tragic loss to to the world of politics. Uh, so yeah, Sayama guilts Kiryu for not for being a series fan and knowing yeah, you, all. You the also go to happened. Nishiki and uh, fucking Kazuma's grave. Uh, There's there I should be an I, I have a podcast to, about I don't think these you games. Go to Yumi's grave. Button. <laughs> Who? Who? Who is that? The Kiryu only doesn't, woman I ever doesn't... loved. No wait. Kiryu's like Kiryu takes us. He steps by to 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 leave some incense at Oda's grave, and he just oh no like, wait you, you steps you, on. You do go to Yumi's grave. My bad. He walks past Yumi's grave to leave some incense on uh on fucking uh Oda's what's his grave. name Awano's grave. No. <laughs> this is Awano. The I wish man. I I wish I could have been there when you died. I heard it was pretty. Satoshi Shimano. You had the most beautiful bald head of all of the world, and you ate fugu fish like nobody's business. So, Good, hey, Dojima, when you took <laughs> you the, the only woman I the... ever loved, Yumi, and, and He does her. say that, I mean, he does, he does historically say that, like, Dojima was a great leader. He At the always time, does I was this. mad with you, but in retrospect, you were a good leader for the Dojima like, family. Kiryu... We love Kiryu, but, like, Kiryu is the kind of guy who would post, like, he would get really mad. I mean, this is not even a joke. He would do this, that, like, he would get really mad at people, like, posting fucking... G- getting, like, funny, happy about like John when, McCain dying. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, when John McCain died and they... Or, like, when Rush Limbaugh died and there's the very good comic where <laughs> where Jesus asks him to go to heaven. <laughs> We need, like he would get we really, need a rush delivery for the party. Yeah, rush delivery. Kiryu would get very mad about that, but it's not because he thinks that, like there's anything wrong with speaking ill of the dead. He just something about when someone dies, they just automatically become a very cool. Yeah, and he good he assesses their lives in only the the most generous light, even when he mentions uh, the like heinous shit that they did. <laughs> God, that thing with Terada though, like like. Fucking Ryuji probably had a better vision for the Tocho clan than Terada did. Uh, <laughs> hilariously, as Kiryu is, like, breaking up with Sayama, fucking Sudo and Date are also there, just, like, watching yeah. in the background, having their own conversation that we get to see for a bit. Yeah, yeah, they're like, well, I, I, I knew it'd never work out between those two. Or, actually, yeah, I think he like says, like, oh, chorus. damn, I thought they were meant to be. Yeah, oh. that's what it was. He's like, oh, I shipped it so hard. <laughs> Not cool, I shipped Dante. it, You're not and now she's shipping out. She's gonna be a cop now, and this is so sad. And Sudo's like, God, I wish that were me. Damn. But Sudo has been... I just love, I just love like, me, my eternal confusion about, like, why are we so, so invested in these characters? Like, why... 
like pseudo especially like date is whatever like date is a character i don't particularly like but he is in the games a lot yeah pseudo shows up like twice per game maybe three times sometimes and we get a whole cutscene about like well i mean now that date's um, not actually on the police like he's our man yeah, on the inside so i guess so he's like yeah Until i, got, to, I got promoted to i got promoted to division one but like you saw how much of a shit show it was the yeah, last no, guy like, in charge the... of division one was secretly an evil well, korean okay, man to be fair that was division two that was Karah- that was oh, foreign affairs right that was uh, no it, it's like the 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 police department like they they have been so fucking embarrassed like the the whole situation with the jingwon mafia and the omi alliance was such a goddamn shit show that everyone that was involved they have just like bumped up a whole rank like i really like the to the, cover it um, up I really like that Sudo basically says that uh, the police forces decided that they're just going to give Kamarocho over to the Yakuza and let it become a lawless hellscape. Wait, say that again? I, I'm sorry, you cut out. Sudo basically tells uh, Sudo basically tells Date that he's really worried because um, because the Kamarocho PD has been like they're like we are so embarrassed by this whole thing and and. Uh, we're just basically going to give Kamarocho to the, the... We're just going to, like, remove our presence from Kamarocho. And we're not going to deal with the Yakuza anymore, so the Yakuza are going to basically be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Did he say that? I didn't... I don't remember. He does, because he, he says, like, I don't want to let Kamarocho fall back into the muck. Because oh. they are not going to step in and interfere with Yakuza matters anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, and they can't. Like, they just can't deal with the Yakuza. They're afraid of what's going to happen when Kiryu leaves, because, like, he... The the few weeks out of every couple years that he's in town, he like he keeps shit in check, at least a little bit. He really does do more for the city than the entire police force does. Damn, I wonder if this says anything about. I wonder if I wonder if there's something to say about about the role of police in in uh, the role of police in our modern society. society. Yeah, um, Kiryu then is like we're, we. But Date we Date assures can... Sudo that Kiryu's got a plan. He's not gonna just leave Kamarocho. <laughs> His plan. And die. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Kiryu's plan. It sure is something. It's not. There's not much to it. No, I mean it's it's very straightforward. I just I don't know about it. Um, we get some time where basically the game allows the player to. to I mean, it's, there's some story stuff. Kiryu's going with Haruka to say goodbye to some people. He's going to say goodbye to Yuya. And then he's going to say goodbye to Kazuki, his best friends, who we always love and see, and they're very important. Um, and also he's going to go say goodbye to Emoto, and if you don't remember who that is, I don't blame you. Uh, but uh, And then he's going to uh, go ask a favor of a very special someone. Yeah, uh, a certain person that you might have to put on a leash to tame, you know, but to... Yeah. to... You know, somebody that he needs, he trusts to back up Daigo in the future. And yeah, he, they um, are, of course, talking about Majima. <laughs> oh, I really, before we, before we say anything else, uh, after the pseudo scene, we cut back to Kiryu and Sayama. Uh, and I really like this where, where Sayama's just like, Kiryu tells Sayama that he's got a trick up his sleeve for for uh, keeping Daigo in check. Then Sayama says, oh, it's Majima, isn't it? And then Kiryu says, mm-hmm. Yep. Gotta go convince him somehow. And then Sayama says, goodbye, Kiryu, I'm gonna go kill lots of people in America. And then Sa- Haruka just says, bye-bye, and then they leave. Bye-bye. She literally just goes, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm never gonna see you again. Forever. Goodbye forever. 
don't don't start don't just don't stop making up family members out of nowhere stop assuming everyone's related to you please it makes no sense uh there's a really cute line here where haruka is just like oji-san let's have some fun together tonight and then kiryu says kamarocha won't know what hit it yeah yeah because this might be the last time they're in kamarocha for a while so you're gonna have some fun which we'd never see oji-san take me to the casino (laughs) Take me to the Gelateria, which was uh, a Shinkaku Highball Tavern like two days ago. Gendaku Highball Tavern. Only in certain games, the Gelateria was was in Yakuza 2, in the PS2 version. Yes, I know, it was in the original, but I'm, mm-hmm, I'm going uh-huh, from Kiwami uh-huh. 2 to 3 Remastered, so. Is the Highball Tavern a real place, do you think? I don't know. Very it, interesting question. I look it up. Sometimes the restaurants and stuff are real, because... Sometimes uh, they're just real. Sometimes you just go to Sushi Zanmai, and they have a, a, a statue of the real actual owner out front, who you <laughs> can fish you with to, in a, uh, a sub-story in Yakuza 5. Sometimes you go to that that steak place in, in Judgment that's... Ikinari uh, Steak. Ikinari Steak. Let me look it up. Jindako Highball Tavern. Let's see. Is it real? Is it real? Is it real? It is real. It it's is real. It's a real. real place. It's real. In Yakuza 5, the interior of Gendako Highball Tavern is just a fucking photograph of a real Gendako Highball Tavern. Oh my god. I knew Great. it was real. Great. <laughs> There's so much fucking product placement in these games. We're gonna find out one of these days that NY Hot Dog is real. Oh my god, if I found out that NY Hot Dog was real, I'd fucking die. But I, I don't I, think it's I, I would, real. No, I would, I would go there, I would go to Japan to eat there, and then I would die. <laughs> At last, I not like only could holy I experience pilgrimage. it, but I could experience it for real. I can't oh, experience yeah, it is. through Kiryu's mouth, but I can experience it through my own mouth, which is almost as good. I'm looking at a picture of a Gindako Highball Tavern, and it looks exactly like it does in the game. Yep, there it is. Okay, so so uh, Kiryu right. goes to visit Yuya. He's taking a smoke break. He's they've been cleaning up. He's got like a he's got like a cleaning headband on, or like a cleaning uh, bandana on his head. There's a there's a lot of uh, civilians that you can see on the street where you can like eavesdrop on their conversations. Yeah, um, no, nothing. Like, wow, nothing I can't believe too spectacular. It's mostly just people. I commenting can't believe they on disarmed all those bombs. Too. Yeah, they really like, disarmed oh, all no, 30 of those bombs. Uh, I heard that Kazuki at, at Stardust got shot. I'm so worried about him. I haven't been able to eat. And we're like, oh no, if the, the, the Tojo clan doesn't get its shit together soon, the Omi Alliance is going to invade again. Yeah, just shit like that. The, you, uh, you've heard it before. The conversations that Kiryu has with the people he's saying goodbye to are very like unremarkable and inconsequential, really. like There's not much to say about them. Like Kiryu tells, I mean, he's just saying goodbye to everyone, and they're everyone basically. I, says I do want to point out thing. that Haruka does call Yuya and Kazuki Uncle Yuya and Uncle Kazuki. It's very, very cute. Nice. I, I, like I that. do love that. Which like implies that they've like, spent a lot then, more time together than we've ever seen. But hey, I'm not gonna complain I, too much. You know, I can't. I honestly can't believe that Kiryu said goodbye to Emoto of the Emoto Clinic. Well, he, he was going go there to, to visit Kazuki, so he figured yeah, well, might as well. It'd be rude not to. <laughs> I can't believe that he didn't go to say goodbye to his real best friend, uh, Bantam Owner. Yeah, Bantam. Yeah. We didn't say goodbye to Bantam Owner. 
I can't believe he didn't say goodbye to Bantam Motor. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not even fucking joking. He should have. My old friend, who I promised my, I would, I would like deal with my these oldest problems. and closest friend, Bantam Motor. My oldest cl- and closest friend. Goodbye. I, I entrust you with the greatest gift of all. I entrust you with my daughter Haruka. Yeah, I mean, Please so take you, care you basically just go to Yuya and Kazuki, and you're like, hey, we're we're this is like goodbye. We're not going to see you. It's probably going to be a while before we see each other again. You know, if we do. We're moving to Okinawa. Yeah. I'm starting an orphanage. You know, I always wanted to like help kids. It's a, okay. We do we do get a little bit yeah, of background ahead. lore on the orphanage, which is that um, the orphanage the orphanage is called um, it's called Morning Glory. It's called Morning Glory. Or um, if you're if you're playing the original release of, of three, it is actually also called Sunflower, I believe. That makes no sense, but it's called. They didn't um, want to call it Morning Glory because of possible sexual uh, like uh, interpretations, but. They, they, uh, they I, I need that. to tell you the worst thing in the world that might that might kill you, which is uh, I'm glad that they call it Morning Glory. So so the Morning Glory flower is the the Asagao flower in uh, in Japanese, um, and uh, it's very good. That and maybe some people are are, are know exactly what I'm about to say uh, about why the word Asagao is really bad or Asagao. Uh, which is because there is a game. Do you know about this, Argyle? Huh? Do you know about the game Asagao Academy? No. Uh, are you? Do you want to know about Asagao Academy? Yeah, sure. Fine. It's a uh, it's a dating simulator. Would you like me to uh, to list some of the characters you can date? Yeah. No. Keep going. <laughs> Go on. Are you sure? No. Yeah. Keep going. Come on. I want to hear. All right. Uh, uh, here are some dateable characters. Jontron, uh, did you know gaming? Shane, uh, peanut butter gamer, uh, Gerard, the completionist. Okay, that, pro that Jared. Right. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, but that guy's not all right. <laughs> I don't want to play a dating sim where you could date Jontron and Pro Jared. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I, I see the word Asagao and I want to run away. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad that they localized it to the English word for it. So I'm Morning Glory is the is the. <laughs> Is the preferable option because it doesn't make me think about what if I had to date, uh, uh, if I had to date, yeah, date Mr. Pro Jared in my Yakuza. I love, I love that game. I'm, I, I, uh, taking the clip out of context where I say I love the concept of Asagao Academy, uh, because it's (laughs) it's a dating sim, it's a dating sim where you have to grapple with which is the least bad option. Uh, Do I want to date? I'm pretty sure the completionist. It's got to be the completionist. Like, the, like the completionist has got to be the least bad of them, right? I mean, actually, there's other characters: uh, Satchbag, and Never the three guys from Continue, and also apparently John Tron's parrot. So mm. that's enough talking about that. Yeah, let's... Uh, I'm sure that everyone turned our episode off just now. Yeah, uh, well, they they got you. They got to hear you talk about fucking uh, Nishiki Koisest last week. Not last week, but oh last God. month. Last episode. Oh, right. Koisest, so. right. Um, yeah, so now we're talking about Koisest, and now we're talking about dating Jontron in a video game. Um, oh, yeah, but what I was going to say is that Kiri, the uh, owner of Asa, of, uh, of Almost Said It, the owner of Asagao Academy, <laughs> where you can babysit Jontron as a baby... Um, the owner of Sunflower or uh, Morning Glory was like tied to Sunflower somehow, and he died. And so Kiryu was like, "Oh, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. I can do it. I can take care of some kids." Uh, so that's how he did it. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's pretty cut and dry. Uh, as you're, 
as you're going to Emoto Clinic to visit Kazuki, uh, you are approached by some thugs. It's always got to fucking happen. Some, some goons who roll up and are like, "Hey, punk, you're in a new game. We're it's gonna time for teach the combat to... tutorial. Time for the we're the combat tutorial. Better punch me eight times and do seven heat moves on me. Ow, ow, you're doing great. Ah, shit, ow. How are you liking the um, new DualShock Three? Check it out, Kiryu. You can. I don't actually. I don't think there was any like remarkable new features on the DualShock. Th- oh, I guess there was the like axe multi. The like it's touch got six the... axes. If you rotate the controller clockwise, you can punch me with your right foot. Kiryu, rotate the controller to break my neck. <laughs> I'm. I can't. I can't fucking believe that there was no six axis bullshit in this game. I don't. I think six axis. I don't think it was on the PS3 at launch actually. Uh, six okay but you know what argyle is that there is actually a game in the series that utilized the six axis now that i'm thinking about it yeah, and, and it does it six, in a wonderful it is, it is in yes it is in there and it Yakuza is a good six, use of it it's a very good use of it it's such a good use of it that uh that eventually another game a much more recent game literally did the exact same thing with it so kiryu goes to a moto clinic to meet with his other best friends uncle kazuki and his bestest for all friends uh, he does the combat Dr. tutorial Emoto. Oh, right, the guy's, yeah, it's, it's nothing. I will say, the combat in this game is particularly bad, I think. Like, Wait, worse than Yakuza think, 2, now that you've played it? Like, well, uh, well what I was going to say is that, uh, and I'm so sorry, everybody, I'm on my hands and knees apologizing, but I am playing the game on easy mode. I just don't have time in my life to play I'm all on, the games. I'm on because, New Game Plus, so I, which... You are you don't get that powerful in Yakuza Three at any point, so it's fine. No, enemies are pretty fucking spongy in this game, and they block a lot. They block a lot. They grab a lot. They so dodge it's just a like lot. it's just like very time wasty encounters, and there's a lot of them. Like there's, I just feel like the random encounters were dialed up a bit too much in this game. Yeah, and Kiryu's as but weak as he's that, ever been in this game. Yeah, especially at the start. I, but this is probably the weakest that we ever see Kiryu. Um, he just, he just, by the end of the game, he just doesn't feel that, that buff. Like, like, uh, I'll say that in Yakuza 4, we get a real beefed up Kiryu because, because he starts, you start playing as him and he's already really strong. I think 5 is probably like peak Kiryu, like the strongest he gets in the series because he's fucking ridiculous in that game. Well, I mean, obviously Kiwami 2 and 6 as well, but I. Yeah, Kiwami 2 and 6, but. 5 is also like like the traditional. Pretty extreme. in, like, the traditional, like, old-school style of the games, the brawler, uh, yeah, probably five. Uh, Kiryu goes to say goodbye to I, Kazuki. I, I do want to talk a little bit about oh. the... I guess we should probably talk about some of the aspects of the, the free-roaming a little bit, just because we've been introduced to Kamarocho as it is on, on PS3, on in Yakuza 3. It's very oh, yeah. colorful, it's very saturated. It is. Uh, it kind of looks the, like a. The, it looks like a playground, like the the kind of colors that they put on here. It's very colorful, and we're playing. I mean, we're both playing the HD version, so everything's very shiny. Um, it is. Uh, I mean, graphically, this game looks. I mean, the thing that I would close most closely compare it to is, is Zero, right? Like, that's. I mean, Zero has better graphics than this game does, uh, but like, it's not super noticeable. Like, at least comparing, like, Dragon Engine game to 
zero. It's it's much closer there. The PS3 era is pretty close to the zero, to the early PS4 era versus the yeah. late PS4 era. Um, and the that's just that's just what I always think of it when I when I played this game after playing the Kiwamis and playing Six and stuff. It just was like kind of a return to that format. Like it just feels yeah. like a slightly clunkier, less good. Yeah, no, like this is zero. Yeah, since this, this is the first in that kind of line, like this is the most basic form of that Kiryu that you're gonna get to play as, which is. Uh, I would say that I would say that the but like just the, the look of the city is like it, it's it's uh it's a little. I, I think it's the lighting is maybe what's off about it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not very good at identifying like any particular aspect of what's off. About I would it. say that here's how what I would say. But, Kamar- would but say like Kamarocho and Yakuza Three kind of looks like kind of plasticky, like a toy set. Sort yeah, of. that's a good way to put it. Here, here's what I'll say. I think that you can kind of divide the game, this the series up into like, well, I guess four chunks now. But but let's say because like there's the there's the PS2 era, right? And those games are basically the same. Yeah. And then I would say that if I was just making meaningless categories, I would I would lump everything from three up to zero as like the the like PS three ish era because because obviously four is or zero is a, not a PS three game, but it kind of just feels like a PS three game. Wasn't it released on PS three in Japan originally? It might have been. I'm, I'm not sure, sure. It was. but but it was it was it, I mean it was not a it was kind of an older PS four game. And it kind of looks like a PS3 game with just like better lighting and better looking. I mean, it basically scenes. looks like Yakuza Five. Yeah, exactly. It, it it's a follow up to Yakuza Five, so it just kind of feels like a PS4 game or PS3 game. And then I would put like, and also I guess Kiwami. Kiwami is also in there, and yeah. then then you get the the like next gen PS4 era onward where like i i think you can make a smaller uh, like a little smaller subdivision between four and five and then like five zero and kiwami one and one and then like then yeah, yeah the dragon engine so. games and then seven in its own little box um, yeah but I, seven yeah. does also just kind of occupy the dragon engine era yeah um but i mean but so like seeing as point, how it is, is an entirely like, different genre yeah. of game you know this game kind of starts the the through line that is the Yakuza games that end up being basically perfected by Zero. Though 5 is pretty fucking good, too, from what I played of it. Yeah. Like, the, this is, like, this is a blade that they will hone to a, a very sharp edge by by the time yes. Zero comes around. Because but... it doesn't, it, 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 it plays differently than 2. Having switched from 2 to this on the PS2, like, it, it, it's, it feels sharper to play. It, uh, it it just looks better it animates better like the combat just it feels similar but it just feels a little bit more refined um feels a little less cumbersome that said but it, it is still, still like fairly it's janky still, like compared yes, to it's like, pretty like, janky compared to like any of the other games yeah, that even four it. like is a pretty big step up over this like yes. even in just five, like and moving then five around is like, like there's something yes. big about three that really like hit me like a truck when i started playing it which is that there's no like acceleration in your movement right you just go no, from a standstill yeah, to a full from... run in like no time like there's no there's no real turning animation like kiryu's goofy little jog it's extremely funny uh he walks with like he's very wide in yakuza 3 it's hard to explain yeah. it's 
we Sarah when Sarah was on, we talked about how wide the characters were in Yakuza Zero, but Kiryu is looking wide as fuck. He is thick in this game. He's he I don't is, know what the deal he is. He is Roblox wide. Yeah, he, he yeah, he looks like Kanye in that music video. Um Yes. So that's I mean, like, it's more of the same, but also those there are some key levels of, of jank that bridge it between the better the better like PS3, PS4 games. Yeah, like and then the, the the ability to like uh, stand in one spot and like pivot around in my running animation on the like on a dime is not something I had had uh, been like expected from Yakuza games since I started with five. Though I, so going into you know three and then like just being able to just woo around in a circle was really funny. The the advancement. I mean, I mean, you gotta, like, like this is a thing where you go back and you play a PS3 game and it just kind of looks eh um, these days. Most of the time. Like, it is, I mean... It's not I bad. Mean, it like, it does have, not look bad. No, no, no. But it doesn't have the benefit of being a, like, all PS2 games have a level of sort of cartoonishness to yeah. them. Just in terms of, like, they were working with limitations to what they could make. So you got to a point in the PS3 and, like, Xbox 360 games, right, where they were able to make, like what was at the time like pretty good looking like realistic graphics right yeah like look at heavy rain right yeah. you look at heavy rain now and it just looks pretty bad um, yeah but at the time it was like wow this game looked fucking great uh but the point is is that the advancement of this game compared to yakuza 2 i mean from ps2 to ps3 was fucking crazy yeah the jump and and then moving from ps3 to ps4 I mean the the graphics in Zero much look much better, but they don't look that much better. But then you look well, at the because Dragon again, Engine games. That, that was that was yeah, still was like originally like a PS3 game, you know, like it's... yeah. But then look at the Dragon Engine games, though. Ooh, baby, sexy. God, they look so. Ooh, that bread though. That bread. That bread though. Um, so that's that. <laughs> so that's basically all. all of, that's a gameplay corner for now. Uh, this game uses a a the same level up system as one and one and two did. It's much it's much points. slower. <laughs> oh, the, well, I mean, I'm used. To, I've only played Kiwami One has the similar one, and it's like you get way more yeah. skill points than that. In this, it's like it it'll be ages before you get a skill point. It it's it's kind of yeah. grueling how slowly you get skills in this game. So uh, uh, oh also yeah, just you, like the crowds yeah. are are very funny. Just oh yeah, the way they generate crowds around you. Yeah, because they 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 they'll make like a huge cluster around you, and then like down the street <laughs> will like be a, empty. Yeah, it's like in it's it's like Kiryu is always uh, the trailer for the first Assassin's Creed game, where like they were advertising that you could push through crowds, and it was barely ever a thing that happened. Um, I mean, you can't even Kiryu push goes, through them in this. Like, I don't think you react at all to bumping into people in this one. Um, yeah, it's it. We're, it made me anxious when I was walking around Haruka because it's just like that's a lot of people. They are going to and the, this they're is going to sweep that the, child. This away. game also has the the old people. I love the old people. They're oh, yeah, always they, walking they're, around the holding old their people bags. Are the out, out and we'll, we'll get in to the game. the horrifying child animations later. Oh Christ! Uh, the children. Not the wor- not the worst looking children in video game history. Um, not the but, worst, but. It's pretty but bad. Definitely not as bad as the cyberpunk children. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the cyberpunk seeing. children. Uh, the cyberpunk children, I believe, are just the adult models made smaller. Oh, no. 
That's not kind of just like that. kind of like the the old medieval art where baby Jesus is just a tiny muscular man. It's just a little little buff baby. Little buff baby. Uh, uh, so Kiryu goes to Emoto Clinic. He says goodbye to his good friend Kazuki. Uh, Kazuki says, uh, we were planning on doing a team building trip to Okinawa anyway, so we'll come visit you. This never comes up again. We never see yeah, Kazuki. Yeah, we, we never see Kazuki. Yuya. That sounds miserable, okay. by the way. I would never want to go te- on vacation with my job. Oh, I, I was like, I was like a, a trip to Okinawa? No, yes, a, a business team building vacation sounds pretty hellish. Okinawa or no, um, yeah, that's maybe maybe it's different when you're a host at a host club and your entire job is just like chatting with people. No, I guess not because we learn in the games that the host, the world of hosts and hostesses is very competitive and and hostile to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go on vacation if Kiri was my boss and I was working at uh at Club Forshine. Maybe, yeah, I, I'd consider it. They got along very well there. Uh. We say goodbye to Kazuki. We say goodbye to Emoto. Um, he offers to watch Haruka while we go and fight. <laughs> well, go Kiryu goes and fights his boyfriend, I guess. Yeah, Ma- Majima, we find out, had a, a meeting with uh, Kashiwagi. So he, we're, we're going Kashiwagi. to the Millennium Tower. To, to Is Kashiwagi him. even in this game? He's pretty famous. There's a pretty famous Kashiwagi moment in this game, I think you'll recall. Oh, yes, there is a famous Kashiwaki moment in this game that I thought that was in 4. No, that's in this one, homie. That's in this one? Oh, boy. Um, so, Kiryu goes, he's just like, I wish I, I, I wish I knew where Majima was so I could go talk to him. Uh, and then the second, the man named Combat Tutorial walks up to him and he says, Hey, Kiryu! Hey, hold on a second, you, you, haven't, lear- you haven't learned how to block yet! You haven't learned how to, learned how to bl- block yet, so I brought my dad! He's with the Kazuma family! I did, That is very funny. Things that always make me laugh in Yakuza games. Number one, most of it. Uh, number two, uh, whenever whenever someone doesn't know who Kiryu is, who should? It's all. It's always. Oh, one more thing about. Funny. Sorry, one more thing about the Yakuza Sunset sub story. I forgot to say. There's a very funny line um, where Sugano tells Kiryu that before he made the movie, he was a comedy director, and Kiryu basically all but stares down the uh, camera and says comedy there's no place for comedy in a story about the yakuza <laughs> right i remember that it's uh, really fucking funny <laughs> i brought my dad he's from the cosmic family you don't even know who they are yeah he's gonna kick your ass don't you know and then this fucking guy in like bright red pants and like a cheetah print shirt walks up and is like hi have you heard the of the obitarian i'm her grandson i'm, I'm the obitarian the shit out of you I'm gonna kill you, Kiryu. I, I, I'm with the Kazuma family. Oh wait, I can't beat this guy uh, up. He he employed my grandma. He gave her a job and money when she really needed it. I can't beat this guy up. You're gonna have to get somebody else. I will. Sorry. I will make you block twelve times. I will make you quick step six times. I will make you. I will make you walk feature. around. I will make you walk around hands up for eight seconds. Get in fighting. Stance, I will Kiryu. count. Get in fighting stance. I'm gonna count it down. Eight, seven, six, five. All right, good job. No, now you can be Good me job. Up. All right. Stomp my face in. Great job there, Kiryu. Maybe hmm. Here's a conspiracy theory, Argyle. Is it possible? Is it possible that uh Kashiwagi sent these guys about, out to give you the combat to tutorial? Just keep 
Yeah, just to keep Kiryu in tip-top shape. Just, you know, we don't know when we'll see him again. So let's just make sure he's got... He knows the basics before he heads out. Uh, you send him... Send send your shittiest boy to uh, be a real you, nuisance You guys are our best training dummies. You're, you, your job is to go oh, find God. Kiryu. Direct, direct him. I'll just oh my you. God! What? Just for Kiryu. <laughs> Kashiwagi's sending these, these young men to get their bones broken. Yeah, yeah. What? I think you're. I think you're fucking right. The fact that these guys are with are literally working for Kashiwagi. Like they, the Kashiwagi pays their bills. Like, uh, how recently have they sworn uh, up? There was a huge like Tojo Clan meeting just a couple days ago. Did they have a? Did they have a hiring fair? Were they were they at Tarada's funeral? What what's going on? <laughs> did did does like did they at Tojo HQ? Do they have like all the families set up big tables and you go there? Ah, oh, come on down to the Shimano family. Yeah, Our boss is dead, on, so yeah. it's a much greater the, the place big to bald be. Guy is you know he's 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 dead, so much lower chance of getting like multiple fingers chopped off. Uh, like, fucking, the Nishiki family's like, come betray the Tojo clan in our family! Yeah, do you want to betray the Tojo clan for a third time? <laughs> We're working on it. I cannot fucking wait to talk about all the fun new families in this game. I cannot that is a That is a highlight, except for the really, the really bad one. Um, but, oh, there's some good, there's some good boys in this one, I'll tell you. Uh, what, what, I guess Tojo clan would be like... Some real pieces of shit. The Tojo Clan booth would just be like, uh, or the the uh, Cosmo Family booth would just be like, we're the Tojo Old Guard. We're the only ones who ever like do we're anything. We're the only good. guys who are like reasonable and aren't evil. And well, I mean, we do do crimes. So like, we are Machima, evil. Machima Construction is setting up a booth outside of the job fair to just snipe people before <laughs> they even get in. Come work for Machima Construction. We build shit. We build shit. Don't even I'm don't live a life of guys. crime. <laughs> just be tough guys and work for us and don't even we just need you to Yakuza. stand in front of this truck and hit anybody with a baseball bat that tries to come near it come join Majima construction you'll get to meet famous wrestlers yeah we've got new japan pro wrestlers we've got the great muto here we've got you know <laughs> fucking we've got Ch- we've got chono We've got, we've got the, Masahiro the Chono. We've got we've the three got musketeers. All the, come on. We've got the whole three musketeers except for the one who died. Yeah. Come join Majima Construction. I love this. I love the Tojo job fair. This uh, this is just a and and yeah, and then you join and then you're like, "Oh, I will join the I will join the Kazuma family, the old guard. These guys have been around yeah, forever." Kashiwagi they, shows you a, a picture of a guy with a red shirt. Go and, let and this guy suit. go let this guy ruin you. Go let this guy break your teeth. You need to you need to go to this guy and let him like run a refresher course on his rush combos <laughs> on your face. You're gonna need to let this guy punch you ten times and then do ten finishers. Yeah, no, on yeah, you listen up. Let... He needs to do. He needs to hit you with a bicycle ten times. You need to get kicked ten times, punched ten times. Uh, he is also, this like? Yeah. Is this like what? Is this like what the the uh, the Cosmo family like hazing is like? Is this uh, how they like, is, break into recruits? I think there is a bit of lore in, I think, one of the PSP games that, like, like two-bit gangs around Kamurocho as the hazing rituals will send their, like, new, like, the people who just joined them out to, like, get beat up by Kiryu. Like, to harass oh him and get beat up. Like, oh, okay, now you're gonna go bump into Kiryu and uh, tell him that he owes you 100,000 yen, and, like, you're not gonna get it from him, but... He will kill you. I mean, he won't kill you, but he will 
break you, every piece of your body. He'll only kill you if you're uh, a waiter or if you're driving a car. Then you'll die or a helicopter. So you're safe, but he will punch you the harder than you've ever been punched before. Um, we go to we go to the Millennium Tower. Oh, sorry. After we beat up the the like the Cosmo family terrified newbie, um, the uh, a veteran member shows up, uh, and he basically is like, "Oh, hey, Kiryu, how you doing? Good to see you. Are you there? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was." I was trying to look up this, this piece of lore that I, I claim to be true that I'm never uh, quite sure if it's true or not. I think it is. I feel like it is, or it might just be somebody making something up on the internet about the... the That's okay. I won't even... I'll, I'll edit this out. Living and hazing be, ritual. If it's, not, if it's not lore, if it's not real lore, then it's it's real lore now, because yeah. no one will know. Um, so It's very funny yeah, this, either way. It's it's so funny and but yeah this guy's like hey Kiryu thanks uh, Kashiwagi really needs you to break in the new boys uh, they'll never they they won't be able to chew their food for a, for a year uh, and and obviously then after having learned that this guy all jokes aside the guy's like I'm in the Kazuma family and then they find out that this is the fourth chairman and they all are like oh my god please oh, no. forgive me and they all bow <laughs> to him don't kill me please uh. Outside of the Millennium Tower, I I got really confused because I forgot that the uh, I forgot the Cosma family office is in the Millennium Tower. I was like, wait, why is it over here? Oh right, that's just where their office is now. It's in the really bad building yeah, that no one likes to be in. Uh, so you you meet up with Nishida outside, he's standing. Yeah, there. he's he's still wearing his hard hat oh. because it's still like okay. the same day. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's, He's still he he's changed his pants since he had to defuse that bomb, so he's he's not yes. as smelly now. Uh, and he says, "Hey, Kiryu, uh, yeah, the the boss is right upstairs meeting with Kashiwagi. He's probably done by now, though. You know, he's never been very good with meetings, so you can probably find he him." He says on the roof. that Majima has a he. If a meeting is longer than thirty minutes, Majima gets so bored that he starts like losing his mind. Yeah, he's, yeah, he just does not have a very good attention span. So no, he, he probably went on, out on the roof. He he likes to kind of look out over the city. And if you ask me, I think I think I think he's a little sentimental. You know, he's gonna, he's gonna miss you when you're gone, Kiryu. Don't tell him I but said. Please do I said not, that, for the love of God, don't tell him I said that. He will beat kill the me. shit out of me if if he finds out I said he that. He will kill me. Um, and and he's like he's like, all right, before you go up there, Kiryu, I think you might need this. And he gives you a stamina. <laughs> he gives you two. He gives you two, two stamina. Oh my God, that listen. I don't want to. I I don't want to say what I feel like giving Kiryu a stamina is analogous to, uh, but it really feels like Nishiki or Nishida is just like slipping him a condom. <laughs> you might need this. I'm not saying that. Listen, listen. That's not what I'm saying. It is, but I'm saying that's what it reminds me of. The boss is a little horny today. You might need these. You might need this. In fact, take two. Yeah. Um, don't don't do them so, at the same time. You're you're liable to break no. them that way. Uh, so Kiryu goes up, uh, uh, and Majima is there, and, and, uh, they just have, uh, quite a scene together. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kiryu, Majima's very upset that Kiryu's leaving town, um, and Kiryu asks him to basically rejoin the Tojo clan and, uh, and be Daigo's, like, kind of handler, take care of him, make sure no one kills him. Machima's like, you well, know, like, I he doesn't live, say I, captain, but he would basically be captain. Yeah, and Machima's like, 
You know how I, you know how I feel about living my like life caged up like a like a dog. Why would you want me to babysit the little boy of Daigo? And then Kiryu Kiryu's like, hmm, what if we spin that around? There's a lot of people who want to kill Daigo. You'll have so many people to beat the shit out of Majima. Yeah. Dude, you will be you, able you to will be go, able to discipline like nobody has ever disciplined before. You will be able to go absolutely bug fuck. Yeah, for ape like shit for the yes ape shit forever. Aren't you? And then Maji was like, of "Being nice? Aren't you tired of being nice, Maji? Aren't you tired of being a civilian? Aren't you tired of building things? Wouldn't you rather just kick the shit yeah, out of people? Wouldn't you rather them tear very shit down? Hard? Come on, I know you want. And Majima to. is like. Oh, I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he wants Majima in the Tojo clan because, like, nobody else in the Tojo clan could fucking stand up to, to Majima. So, like, if they see Majima falling in line <laughs> yeah. under Daigo, like, they'll they'll also fall in line. Absolutely. Which, and it's, then it's Majima's pretty, pretty like... sound logic, you know? Yeah, no, it, it's good. I think Kiryu really thought this one through. Uh, Kiryu, we are, like, less than an hour into this game... And Majima rips off his shirt, and Kiryu yeah. rips off his shirt. And and they barely even say a wor- any words between them. They just both know that it's time to fight. Yeah, they're um, just like, well, you know, we, we gotta well, do this. you know, I mean, we, we're talking to each other, and I, there's there's only one thing that we can do when we whenever we interact with each other. Um, and it's that we fight, and we've hit each other very hard until one of us falls over. Um and they they have a fight. It's it's a you know in terms of like Majima fights, it's it's nothing to write home about. But it's also the first fight in the game. It's the tor- tutorial boss. So I don't feel particularly well, there is bad a, there's about a being one like, little detail. This is like yeah. the only time we fight Majima unarmed without he his knife. Yeah, he doesn't have a knife. Yeah, in this fight. I guess that's fair. He's not trying to kill Kiryu this time. He's, he's just got trying a, to... so he's got a very different move set than like the one you yeah. might use too. He 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 kind of stands around a little bit too. He does this thing where he just kind of like hunches over. I don't really get what that's about. He's just letting Kiryu hit him, I guess. Yeah, um, he he does have the like he can dodge a lot, not as much as yeah, he will he, in a future fight, but like oh he he does have like these like really funky dodges that uh like are kind of a signature of his. Like the, these are like you yeah. can you can do he this usually move like in double Yaku quick Zero. steps all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um. Kiryu, uh, I, also, they've reintroduced the, like, extreme heat move feature, um, in this game. It's still here. The, yeah, the, uh, like, the feel the heat sort of thing. Yeah, you feel the heat, you mash R. Um, the first move you have unlocked is Kiryu's iconic head press, uh, yeah. that sucks to look at. It's fucking terrible to look at. It looks so upsetting and so painful. Uh, and then there's two other ones that say unavailable, and I can't, I can't for the life of me tell you how you unlock them or I what those moves are, because I don't... Revelations. I think you must because I, I I swear to God I only ever unlocked maybe one of them. It might just be upgrades. Um, it might be revelations. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll um, figure it out. Kiryu d- beats up Majima. Majima's like, "Damn, you're very strong. Love it. Love getting." It should be said these super you. finishes are not guaranteed to finish the boss fight. These no, are, no, no. They never. This do. is not Kiwami two work. where they finish the fight. No. They they do a do, you know they, a nice chunk of damage. Yeah, they do a chunk of damage and then you got to hit him a couple more times. Yeah. Uh, Kiryu and Majima have a very normal relationship with each other, and it's and and uh, it's impossible to say uh, why they do this to each other. They just very Kiryu and Majima just love to fight, mm-hmm. and uh, you can make of that what you will. Uh, many people have many interpretations of of their relationship, um, but Majima is just like, 
All right, cool. This oh, is we good. We did forget I like to mention it. something about Majima. One vital little tiny detail that has changed in the past couple days, apparently. Uh, he, oh, he his new eye patch? A, yeah, he has a silver snake on his eye patch now. I forgot about because because I'll tell you, he gets an outfit change in this game that is incredible. Yes, uh, it's a one-time only outfit, as far as I remember. Uh, he only wears it in this game, but he doesn't have it just yet because he's still he's yeah. still like classic Majima. But he does have a silver snake on his eye patch, and it's really funny. Uh, I guess he just he, he just felt so good about disarming that bomb. Yeah, he was like, I, I need just, to treat he, myself. I need a little. A I need little to treat, treat myself to a cool new. It's honestly a surprise that he didn't get a crazy eye patch earlier in his life. Yeah, he's like, been that wearing, seems like one of the had first that thing for you know what twenty years now. He's never cleaned it. It's a stinky, stinky Ooh, eye patch. Nasty. Ugh, it's got that is that's got like thirty years of eye sweat on it. Gross. That's like that's like uh that's like he's been wearing a virtual reality headset for approximately 30 minutes that's the amount of sweat buildup and that's like you could wring that thing out and fill up a oh, cup with oh, it oh you get mega pink eye from that jesus Ugh. he can't get pink eye he's he's got nothing there it's a pink pink pink, pink eye hole pink, I, I don't know pink, ew, pink hole no I, I i avoided saying pink Mashi, hole i said eye hole <laughs> so you would not she was come down with a nasty case of pink hole no which will which will unfortunately be what this episode is titled. Majima's Pink Hole. No, it's just going to be called Pink Hole. Sure. So uh, Majima says, "I'm worried about Daigo. He's too trusting. Um, he uh, he's young. He's inexperienced. Uh, but whatever. I'll keep an eyeball on him. Just the one. Uh, the Tojo Clan is is. Uh, I'll take care of it for you." Yeah. Kiryu says the Tojo Clan is in his hands. He leaves, and then as a button to the scene, Majima just goes, I'm gonna rule the fucking world! Yeah! <laughs> he, he's, he's pretty psyched. Yeah, uh, he loves it. He's like, he's like, wow, there's so many people I get to beat up. You beat me You beat me fair and square, Kiryu, so I'll, I'll keep my promise. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's, that's the end of the chapter. chapter. Good one. I like it. I I thought the game has a strong start. It has a it has a really weird moment where Kazuma is alive again. Um, yeah, well, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get back to that. Wrap yeah, around, we'll get back that. Around. Well, I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about that more. Um, but I like the stuff with Majima. I like. Uh, I'm sure I this like is not this. the last we'll see of Kazuma in this game. Oh yeah, for sure. It would. It, what it, if it he just really never came was. back? What if that was the only time we saw him? Was it Kazuma there at the beginning of the game? What no, that just about? that got dropped. Just like it's like a it's like the Josuke flashback from from JoJo Part Four. It, it just never anything. gets brought up again. It doesn't mean anything. It was probably something they forgot about. Um, next week we'll be talking about Chapter Two, the Ryudo Encounter. So this is where we basically get filled in on um on everything that's been going on in in uh Okinawa since since Kiryu yeah. moves there I believe I believe this is a uh I I very much enjoy this chapter if I remember which one it is correctly the next Ch- two yeah. are like yeah, yeah chapters the two, next and three two are, are big good. very good very much the uh the sort of Okinawa story uh, this has a lot of time advancing as well. Yes. Uh, this game, I should say, this game takes place in 2009, I think. 
Yes. So Kiryu moved to Okinawa in 2007. So he was there for two years between. That's how much time has passed. Right, right, right. Just just so people can know. Um, and the game was released in 2009, so that, that adds up. Yep. Uh, so let's uh, let's check in with our questions. At, uh, we have two ways you can ask us a question. The first way is you can go on to our Discord server. Uh, the link to join is at the bottom of every episode. Uh, and you can look in the channel titled Dolce to Postcard. Here's some of our questions. We got a bunch of them this week, actually. Dude, did we get any um, on here's Twitter? I did, I did post I a tweet. You did post a tweet. I'll, I'll, let me take a look. I don't think we did. Our first question on the Discord from friend of the show, Jurgensen, who says, uh, If you could do both equally well, would you prefer to catch fish with a fishing pole or a trident? Okay, we did not get any, would... any Twitter questions. That's fine. We got plenty on the Discord. Uh, I think probably a fishing pole. Trident doesn't require me. Trident requires me to get wet. So I'd probably stick with the, the fishing pole. The fishing pole. pole I can sit on the shore in a nice comfy chair. Throw throw back yeah. a nice a, a cool Th- drink. Throw back a brew, an aha yeah. water. Um, and just wait for the fish to come to show. me. Friend of the show, Sirik Z, who says, uh, what coastal location would you pref- uh, pick to retire to and open an orphanage? Mm. Hmm. Coastal location. I mean, Okinawa seems pretty nice. I'm not going to, like, nice. Okinawa p- seems pretty nice. Um, I'm just thinking about, like, nice beach beach areas. Beach zones. Like, no, Nowhere... Nowhere in the southern United States. I don't. I don't want to go to. Nowhere in the southern Florida United States. I'm not going it's to. Too, it's I'm too not going to. Fucking even... hot. Yeah, no. It's too goddamn. Uh, hot. And not not Hawaii, because mm, uh, yeah, I don't want to. All of the all of the many reasons that you shouldn't yeah, move there, to Hawaii. There's a million reasons not to. Not there's to do a billion that. reasons not to move to Hawaii. Um. Uh. So I open an orphanage uh, on the shores of Lake Baikal. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, open the open the shore, open an orphanage at a beautiful Oceanside in uh, is that what it's called? I think it's Oceanside in Washington. Uh, er, yeah, Oceanside, Washington, uh, which is very rainy. Ocean Shores—that's what it's called. Uh, which is just very wet all the time in the Pacific Northwest. Wonderful. That be, sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that does sound nice. Um. Here's one who's uh, from friend of the show Chaos who says, "What's your opinion opinion on Hawaiian or I believe the more correct term is Aloha shirts?" Yes, I, I have For heard me, them the being louder... called Aloha shirts more now. Uh, yes, I believe I believe that is the correct terminology. Uh, the louder yes. the better. Uh, I I enjoy floral print shirts, but I don't generally wear that print personally. I, I, I do, do. I do like I do. a nice floral print. I need to get more floral print shirts. Uh, I do just generally like uh, a nice, colorful, uh, like button-up shirt. Um, but I'll tell you, on Kiryu, perfect. Looks great. Beautiful. Uh, I've Here's got a very from... nice uh, a slowpoke <laughs> one that I, I bought like a like a month back. That uh, oh, is it more... one of those super nice Pokemon? Print yeah, it, it was. Yeah, oh. yeah, I think it was fairly expensive. Those are, um, those are quite pricey. Uh, yeah. I don't like Pokemon enough to justify buying one. I don't of those, know. But I, I don't know are... if it was that line. Like, if it was that same line that's like oh, really expensive. Because okay. there's one uh, that's it, like a hundred dollars a shirt. Yeah, it was still fairly pricey for a shirt. You know. So. Yeah. 
Sometimes you got to treat yourself to a nice shirt. It's a nice shirt. I did like. I do Sometimes like the shirt. you gotta you gotta go down to Dan Flashes, and the more complicated the pattern, the more expensive the shirt. It's just that's it's how just it got works. A, a lot of nice slow poats. They've got like flowers yeah. all around them. They're 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 in the ocean. They're swimming. They've got scuba gear on them. They're, they're cool. Just hanging Here's out. Here's one from I Discord user. Slowpoke's a good Pokemon. Discord user Nova Rachel Shiogayrath uh, says, on with "Do name. you think the switch? <laughs> do you think the switch from cinematic predetermined camera angles to free camera was a smart move? Is there anything about those older graphics that you miss?" So this is in reference to, uh, I guess, the free room of Yakuza One and Two, where it had the like old school, like yeah. no free camera, pre pre camera angles. I, um, I mean, just from what i've seen i don't think it really loses much from going to a free camera this no. isn't like the the move from like this isn't like early resident evil where that's no like where an it's artistic like, choice like where they set a mood yes. and like you, you know, could like frame the action in certain ways and introduce yeah. like threats by yeah by like setting them up um i would say that having played those games and experienced both that the pre the like cinematic camera angles uh with the loading zones in between were nice and they looked nice but they made navigating the city a lot harder i've talked about this on the podcast because the fact is that like when you have the free camera angle north is north and south is south and east is east and west is west right yeah but when the cameras change you go from up and down to suddenly side to side and it yeah. just becomes very confusing and a map that i've i could literally navigate that map with my eyes closed becomes unfamiliar and strange yeah uh so i would say that you know i always have a soft spot for ps2 graphics uh i just think they they are very nostalgic for me and i think a lot of ps2 games hold up but i think for the general in general i think that the the newer graphics just make the game look nicer there's a kind of cartoony like exaggeratedness from the ps2 animations that is nice and doesn't really translate over to the kiwami games uh that just kind of yeah. it just makes them look janky when you apply those to newer models like shinier graphics yeah um for sure but overall i i, I mean i i think the games just kind of look better as they go on uh and, and then... I, I i think I, I I'm yeah. not a, a huge fan of the way Kiryu looks in the PS2 games. He just looks strange to me. I'm just like that's not my he, dad. He is a kind of a different guy. Um, so he's a completely in different the PS2 guy. Games. Here's one from a friend of the show, Andy, who says, "If you had two parentheses three <laughs> wild adventures, how likely would you say nope to another one starting as you ha- uh, tried to retire?" One hundred percent. I would not want any I, part of it. Yeah, I, I'm the kind of person who uh, reads, like, The Hobbit or or uh, Fellowship of the Ring, and just when you read about the the way that hobbits live in their little holes, and they're, they ate seven meals a day, and they're very happy on their farms, I'm just like, oh, that sounds so nice. That sounds I ideal. Would never, I, would, I would love like, to live why in a hole Bilbo, seven meals Why a would day? Bilbo ever agree to go on that adventure? Why would Frodo ever offer to take that ring? I would just, I would just forget about it. I would just stay in the Shire, and I would just have a great time just, just smoking smoke the pipe some, weed. Some pipe weed, yeah. Smoking pipe weed. Hanging out your, with Pippin stoop, and the other one. Hanging out in the Green Dragon. Sounds like a like a delight. And hopefully Saruman never shows up And then if you leave the for too long, those fucking greedy fuckers, they take your house. They take you know your goddamn the, do you know about the, your, your fucking hole. Do you know about the scouring of the Shire? No, I'm, I'm not aware it's, of it. 
it's a, a very strange part of the of the books that is not in the movies but after like the w- the place where they like frodo destroys the ring and the book does not end there because what happens is they go back to the shire and saruman uh basically like fucks up everything what the fuck? and it's really like bad oh no uh, and, yeah i know it's really and the idea is that it's like like the Shire is this this place that was that you feels like the beginning of the journey is like this perfect ideal location and and like untouched by, by but like even the Shire was was something that was like hurt by the events of the story. It's sad. It really sad. The sh- I mean, it's the good. It, like thematically, it's nice. Yeah, yeah it fine. is. Uh, it's just, and I, it wasn't put in the movie probably because it's just like like oh, goddamn okay. a weird. A weird, like, extra conflict to deal with before the end. I've never uh, seen or watched Lord of the Rings. I've only read The Hobbit, so like, I don't know. You've only read The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's how I feel. I would never. I I read Fellowship in high school, and I I managed to finish it, but I fell asleep so much. I said, "Fuck this! I'm not reading Two Towers. Fuck that." (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm the kind of person that would never leave the Shire. I'd be very content just in my little hole. And then, hanging you, out and then you get the... scorched to death when Saruman shows up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so those are all of our questions. Oh, and then Dan says that the combat tutorial in Chapter 1 begs an interesting question. Something that we basically discussed, which is, if Kyrie were more open, open about being the fourth chairman, uh, would he get into less fights? I think he would get into yes. more fights. I don't know. Because people, when people find out who he is, they always just, like, get scared and apologize. No, yeah, yeah, he, he would get into less fights. I think but he that, would never tell anyone. It's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah, no, it, like, antithetical to he his character to ever share that detail about He doesn't want people anyone. to know. He's just like, I'm just a guy, please don't bother me. Yeah, that's, like, literally his whole deal. Um, And then also, side note, isn't how the gameplay parts of Chapter 1 are sort of an extended epilogue to Chapter 2. Very true. Yes. I, I like that a lot. It's it's very unusual uh, for the game. It feels like it feels like they just left. It feels like they added a plot point that they really wish they had put into and just couldn't because they had already made the damn game. So they were just like, well, I guess we'll just like have Kiryu saying goodbye and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, because uh, there really like wasn't much rap on it, right? Because like, no, no, no. We, it we, ends, we, with, we it never, ends with Kiryu and Sayama kissing. Like, we never saw, like, the, the resolution of Daigo's plotline. Because, eh. like, last time we saw him was, like, chapter 14, I believe. In, in yeah, he just he basically just says, like, I will I will become the dad, and he takes his I, shirt off. I am the dad now. I'm the dad now, my shirt is off. And then we see Kiryu and, and Sayama, like, like eating each other's heads on the tower. Um, as either, their, their as either like jazz music or insane auto-tuned <laughs> pop music plays. We, we, we do not insult the insane auto, auto-tuned music. It's good, actually. Oh, I'm think, very sorry. I think you'll find it's good. Okay. Um, those are all of our questions, and that, I believe, is the episode. Let's uh, let's wrap this shit up, shall we? Yeah, Let's let's zip it. We've been Kamarocha Radio. You can find all of our episodes at yakuzapod.com. You can find our Twitter at Kamarocha Radio on Twitter. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. My account is locked down. But that doesn't mean that you can't follow me. I need three people to follow me as soon as physically possible because I need to reach 200, uh, 200 followers or my vein in my eye is going to explode. And then I'll have I'll be the one with pink hole. Damn! Imagine disease. having almost two hundred followers instead of hovering at like hundred and fifty for the last three years. Yeah, but Dude, I would it's rather. Fine. Be I don't tweet. I don't care. Yeah, 
I don't. It's nice to not put stock in people because now people can't even. I can't. I can't post pictures of Susie, my wonderful cat who turned three today. By the way, I can't post. Happy her birthday, and I can't get Susie! On it anymore. Susie's birthday is the same as Audrey's birthday. Happy birthday, Audrey! Happy birthday, Audrey! Happy birthday, Audrey! Um, this is going up a week after Audrey's birthday, but. But I can't post I can't post pictures of Susie and get retweets on it anymore. So I can at least take stock in my in my number go up. So please follow me on please, please follow me on Twitter, please. Please, please follow me. Oh my me. god. It's the only thing that makes me feel okay. Um Argyle, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to You didn't plug your podcast, you piece of shit. Oh yeah, you can listen to Slappers Only. It's a video game music showdown podcast. Uh, most recent episode will be Sonic the Hedgehog. Adve- no, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Um, Please, when is that going can, up? When is that going up? Uh, probably soon. I guess I have to edit it tomorrow. Um, I but hear you it. can also listen to Kyle X Y, a fast approaching the end of podcast about Kyle X Y. Uh, in a few There's short so months, that show Kyle. will be. It's, it I like know it's disgusting. So. Sh- so little time i know uh what about you argyle you can also listen to me on a couple other shows one of them being pod of greed that is pod of greed it is a Yu-Gi-Oh gx podcast we are currently on season two of Yu-Gi-Oh gx it's a good time we 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 did a really we recorded a really really fun episode uh last night uh about a quiz show duel and we did our own little Ooh. quiz show to to kind of Ooh, okay. Now that's now that's fun. It was really fun. It was really fun. We we just had our our our, uh, our listeners send in like trivia questions for us to answer. It was it's kind of fun. Uh, so give that a listen. You can also listen to the current season of Wow Cool Robot. It's a Gundam podcast. Myself and friend of the show Audrey are both on with uh, other host of the us co-host of uh, both of us Max. To talk about G Gundam, we're, G we're, Gundam, G Gundam. We're getting to the end of that. We're gonna talk about uh, some of the most. I'm gonna cry on this week's episode. Listen to it. Oh no! Oh no! Listen to um, it. It's it's, in a, it's good. It's a good show. And also, uh, and also, another thing you should do is you should go out and you should get your Nintendo Switch out and you should buy Great Ace Attorney. Because you should you should buy the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. You get two. Now here's why. Now you may be wondering why top quality this Ace Attorney anything. games for because dollars. If enough people buy Capcom's too hard to localize allegedly hit video game that everyone loves, everyone loves it. If enough people buy Capcom's unlocalizable Ace Attorney game that they decided to actually localize, maybe, just maybe. <laughs> completely different video game publisher yeah, completely different sega. company sega completely different company sega will maybe decide to localize their completely different kind of video game kenzan and ishin what is my evidence for this none none do i ever think that those games will see the light of day no I mean, in the west no do i think that enough people buying a great ace attorney will change anything no or even really change capcom's view on the ace attorney series as a whole no no but I can hope. Maybe but I can hope. Day. And the only way to keep that hope alive is to spend forty dollars on the Nintendo Please eShop. Please spend forty. Hey, hey, okay. But seriously though, Greatest Attorney is like the best Ace Attorney game. It's I so think. fucking good, dude. I'm on the second game now, and it's it's uh, 
It just continues I've to blow my I've only just gotten to the off. third case where you meet the prosecutor of the yes! game, and I'm fucking. He's just a vampire. He's a fucking vampire. He's just Dracula. It's, it's he's just a Dracula. It's unreal, and it's got Herlock Sholmes in it. Okay, it's got that's Herlock great. Sholmes, that's our Ace Attorney character. You uh, you can find all of our episodes. Uh, we're hosted by the Noise Space Podcast Network. Lots of great shows. Well, on listen Noise to Space. Twinks um, Awakening, new show. That's all I'm going to play. Twinks Awakening, new show, video game, the movie, the podcast. Um, non Royce Nightmare and Fuck Era. You. No more shows. <laughs> That's it. Those are all of them. The episode is gone Fear long enough. And yeah, you're right. All right. I'm so hungry and I wanted to go to the store. So I'm going to go to the store and it's going to be pretty extreme. But is it just going to be extreme? No. Because it's going to be fucking Kiwami. And you know what Kiwami means? It means extreme. Extreme. Three? No. No. No.